You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hi, everyone. It's Amir Yoss. Welcome back to The Take On. I have been recruiting this lovely human for a very long time. Right when I saw it on her page, Brands by Bravo, when she, you know, Erica Jane posted her meme and didn't give her credit and then credited Kyle Richards. Girl, that's not how it works on the internet. Um, Danielle, how are you from Brands by Bravo? Welcome to the take on. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Duh. I've been waiting for this. Like, I'm so excited to dive in. And, you know, today's April Fool's Day and you posted this hilarious, like, fake news story. And I had to actually Google it because I was like, did the Daily Mail cover this? Tell me the Daily Mail covered this, that Erica Jane apologizes for taking credit for your meme. I was like dying. It's hilarious. I think hell will freeze over before that ever actually happens. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad I tricked you. I think April Fool's, like, I try, you know, it's got to be lighthearted. Can never go too serious on April Fool's thing. You upset people, I think. <laughs> you really do. I told, I remember I learned this the hard way in high school. I told one of my best friends, she got an F on a test and she started sobbing in the middle of the quad. And I was like labeled as this like bully. Um, and it was, it was not good. So this year I did, I'm straight. And then the next post was, just kidding. <laughs> so you got to keep it light. <laughs> you got to keep it light. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Right? You got to keep it light. Um, and then I wanted to ask you Absolutely. about this. Let's break down this whole meme thing because obviously with Jen Shaw in the news now, you know, these housewives are getting arrested left and right. Who knows what's going to happen with Erica Jane? And I'm not going to get into all my experience with Erica Jane because if you see her, she is what she portray- portrays. At least she's not pretending. She's not pretending to be nice and cuddly. She says I'm a nice princess. So Definitely not. So her behavior kind of checks out. So talk to me a little bit about the meme and kind of like what inspired you and then like how upset were you about kind of the whole credit thing. And then we'll get into my TikTok and how I feel about credit. But le- I want to hear it from you first. Yeah. So pre-posting... Um, was a tiny little baby account. Um, you know, I run my account mostly just for fun. Um, I am a diehard musical theater fan. Uh, and so wherever I can combine musical theater and Bravo, it's an opportunity I must strike. So I just combined uh, the idea of the three women in the pink jackets reminded me of the pink ladies, posted it and woke up in the morning and I saw it on comments by Bravo. And then was like, oh my God, Erica commented on my meme. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, no, Erica posted it. And I went to her page and I was like, oh wait, she just like took the whole thing. Hmm. And I was like, well, that sucks. Like, why wouldn't she like tag me or something? So I commented and was like, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I was pretty nice. I was like, oh my God, I love you. You posted my meme. Can you tag me? And she was a real dick back and it became a whole thing. I, she told me to, um, you know, if I created something interesting, then she would, you know, support me. And it was just the strangest reaction I've ever had. And it really seemed to be a trigger point for a lot of people because the internet blew up that day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just working my normal, regular jobs. So it was quite funny trying to work that and be looking at my phone like, what the F is happening? Um, I'm working from home like most people. This was in October. So I'm like screaming down the hall to my husband, like, holy shit, like (laughs) page six wrote an article. Like it was just, it was crazy at the time. Even like three of my friends knew I had this account. So then I had to like tell people I had an account. Like my parents didn't know. Um, We never spoke about it. She never reached out. She did even 
more few weird things. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been you're, in a silent feud ever since. You're being <laughs> way too nice. Let me just say, Danielle's being way too nice. Um, the meme, if you didn't see it, was <laughs> hilarious. It was taking the whole Rizzo, you know, girls club from Greece and giving it like, you know, it was the three ladies wearing the jacket. I mean, it was funny. Like if you didn't see it, go to Brands by Bravo right now as you're listening and watch, like look at her meme because, and also there's such a conversation around memes and credit, right? Like just because you took an image that yes, you don't own that photograph from, you know, Greece, but you're the one that had the foresight to see that. And I think there is something missing on the internet about credit. Like I posted this Gia Giudice singing and it went viral on TikTok. Like Will Smith posted it, Cardi B, and um, literally Gia Giudice are talking about doing a collaboration because of the video I posted. 13-year-old video of her saying, waking up in the morning, you know? And a lot of people are like, why do you want credit so bad? I'm like, because I started a trend like you did. And when you don't give us credit and then people are like saying, oh, Will Smith did it. Like E! News said Will Smith did it. Like that's unfair to me. Like we're small creators. We want to make people laugh. Like I don't make a dollar off this stuff. So when I don't get credit, it's like very frustrating. And I was very frustrated with you. And I, I'm just like, it's funny. And then like, all she could have done is just given you credit. She didn't need to be, you were nice. You called her a dick bag. I'm gonna call her a bitch because I've worked with her. And <laughs> she's a bitch. She's a nightmare. And that persona yeah. is part of who she is, which is really unfortunate because I have an internet persona that's very irreverent and ridiculous. But in my real life, I'm an empath. I'm kind. Like you need to be kind to people. And I was working for a hundred dollars for the whole day with her. And she treated me like dirt, you know, and that, you know, that catches up to you. And you also don't know where people are going to end up. Like you said, you started this account, you were doing your thing, and then it kind of blew up. And I just want to hear a little bit more about that frustration of you being like, I love you and I appreciate it, but can you give me credit? And then the way she responded was so just out of left pocket. So like, how did you feel? Yeah, it definitely, what's interesting is I'm not a super sensitive person. So I feel like the internet was angrier for me than I was, especially once it turned around and all these people were messaging me saying, I unfollowed her and I followed you instead. Um, that, you know, really, I think made it be such a positive experience. Um, cause it definitely could have gotten worse. And I think my silence kind of was better rather than me arguing with her. That even made me look like more like sad in a sense. Um, <laughs> and it's so interesting you brought up the credit and all of that because like you and I even had a conversation. I posted something about the Gia sound and I didn't realize you were the creator and you told me and then I just made the change and that's all she had to do. It's really easy to give credit and I never understand the resistance to act like something is your original thought when it's not. It's a very strange attitude that a lot of people on the internet have. I just don't think it's rocket science. Like um, many times I've posted memes uh, like or quotes. Like I love quotes by Christine. And she, Christine, she reached out and was like, can you tag me? And I was like, of course. Like, and we've built this like great relationship. And I asked you and you were so nice and gracious. I, t I DM'd Cosmopolitan Magazine. I said, can you please credit me? And they did. I'm sorry, but you and Cosmopolitan Magazine are way bigger than Erica who Erica living may, might be going to prison. So, I mean, give me a break. And then the way her publicist <laughs> reached out to me and said, oh, you're not allowed to talk about this stuff. I didn't sign an NDA. When someone treats you like dirt, tries to get you fired, like I didn't, I don't have money to, to have $500,000 a year on Glam. Like I was living paycheck to paycheck when I had that job and I lost it because Erica Jane got involved. Yes, I didn't lose it the day she tried to get me fired, but a couple weeks later, like, and I don't think it helped that she said that. So it's just, it's like, you know, 
you also don't know, like she probably thought, oh, he's just like some dumb intern. I have a platform now. And when I talked about it, 2 million people saw it. And it was news everywhere. And it made her look bad. And so like, again, my intention was not to make her look bad. My intention was to tell my truth. And I, you know, I get it. Like it can seem messy. And I'm sure people were like, well, why don't you just let it go? And like, I love when people say that that are not involved. I'm like, I get it. Like, people are like, oh, that looks easy. But like making a meme and having like the foresight to see it being funny and for people to repost it, like that was the biggest news story for a very, like a good week people were talking about this meme. So you obviously made an impression. So I just think it's frustrating when people don't give credit where credit is due. And again, I know you said you're not sensitive, but like, did it feel good when people kind of rallied around you and were kind of like, what the fuck? This is not how the internet works, bitch. Oh, definitely. I feel like I got to live on the right side of the internet, which is so <laughs> rare because most Very of the time rare. I feel like the internet could be yeah. bad. But for, in my case, um, people could not have been nicer, more supportive. I think so much of it too, there was a few other things that were just so crazy. One, it's just my name and and my username, the brands by Bravo. She had no idea who she was talking to. What if I was like a 15-year-old who is obsessed with her and this is how she responds. Like she had no idea who I was. Right. And I also feel like, like you said, we're not paid. I don't get paid for my account. Although like nope. one or two times people have asked me if I have been and I'm like, please, I wish like I just share these opinions for free, but <laughs> we do as a community and as a meme or comedy Bravo fanhood, we do so much for these shows mm-hmm. and the housewife should all the housewives should, in a sense, respect that and be kind for the Absolutely. most part. I mean, if I was, if I made a meme that was really mean about her, then we could have an argument. But when it's like right. celebrating you and your fashion and bringing the women together, there's no reason to to be a bitch like you said about it. <laughs> Agreed. It's it's my words, not yours. So you can't even get mad at you. It's like, listen, I think for me, like you really spoke that really resonated with me because it's like, okay, yeah, I said some bad stuff about her, of course. So I understand. But with yours, you were uplifting her. You And again, you said it so graciously. I remember looking at it and as a publicist who's worked with lots of A-list celebrities that can act like assholes, I was like, wow, she was so gracious and she was so nice about where credit was due. For example, like with my video, I reached out to, like there's this, TikTok that's run by NBC Universal, which obviously owns Bravo and owns that content. But what I was asking for was credit for the video and the trend. And they were like, no. So they reposted it and they're like, we have access to that content. We could technically take you down. FYI, on TikTok and Instagram, nobody owns anything licensed. Like we're not profiting off of it. You're posting it and reposting it. So that's not how memes work. But these like boomers don't get it. Like they don't understand how things work. And so you graciously asking for credit. Like, <laughs> Erica is a boomer. We forget how old she is. She's old, honey. Just because the skin is taut doesn't mean she is like young. And again, for me, it's not even about like a lot of people were like, oh, Lisa Renna paid you to say this. People were saying that like I was paid by Bravo to do like nobody. I want to make that very clear. Nobody paid us to post this stuff. And again, you were doing something positive. It was like fun and lighthearted. And I just and then her passive aggressively giving Kyle Richards credit. I was like, wait a second. That's not the point. That's not what she was asking for. Like, nobody cares about photo credit. Like, this is not 1945. We're, we're, we're worried about who started the energy. And, and Robin the was in the picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robin was in the picture. So Kyle didn't even take the picture. It was three photos together. It didn't make sense. Like you said, it was very, um, it was possible to not understand the internet. Well, it's also passive aggressive. <laughs> like, you know, reaching out and kind of being passive aggressive with you and trying to start some kind of feud and did she think that's going to make her look good i i just don't understand and then also the way that like there's so many accounts that 
like Bravo doesn't uplift. Like even this podcast, like I have so many Bravo celebrities, they don't uplift it because I'm not some white Twinkie gay guy. Like Bravo has like a certain brand that they go after. Like your account should be everywhere. And it's like, it, 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 it baffles my mind because of the way Bravo treats their women you know, they're, they're cast members that are women, the way they treat their queer cast members. Like, there's a lot of problems at Bravo. So we're actually, you're actually bringing a lot of lighthearted yes. stuff. You're making, you're sending eyeballs to a show that nobody watches. And people don't watch live TV anymore. So we're actually sending, like, I'm sure from your meme, a bunch of people went and watched Real Housewives Beverly Hills to see what the deal was. So from my video, same thing. People went and rewatched that episode from 13 years ago. Bravo should be thanking us with a freaking fruit basket and what the and they're doing the opposite. So it's just kind of like not to go on a ramp, but it's like frustrating because again, we're small creators. Like again, we're not making millions of dollars, but we put in a lot of effort. Like I see your page, like you were aware of the trend. A lot of people on Instagram don't know about my TikTok trend because Instagram's always late. You were one of the first accounts to post it. Like you're very aware and you're doing your research and still have a day job and I'm sure a personal life during a pandemic. Like there, there is a lot that we do and we kind of do it because we do love Bravo. We love the universe, but I wish we would be treated better by, you know, Bravo TV, but that's just my side note. <laughs> I agree. They definitely, uh, for every like good they do, they're still definitely, they're not, they're not a perfect network. I'll definitely mm-hmm. say that they, they could do a lot more things better, you know, for every uplifting of um, LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter that they keep people like, Kelly Dodd on air or mm-hmm. semi-defend Kenya for her Native American headdress that she wore. You're just like, oh, oh do better. You're so close. Do better. It's problematic. And also this idea that you can't appropriate if you're a person of color is incorrect. Let me just clear that up for anyone who's confused. Um, you don't have to be white to appropriate. You can appropriate other cultures. I have people, you know, taking Middle Eastern culture and dressing like it. I'm like, mm, you can't do that. So that's just kind of a side note. But I want to know, like, kind of what is your, like, kind of what are your goals for your page as you grow? And, you know, obviously that was, like, really great press for you. And, you know, like, what are what are some goals? Are you just kind of keeping an eye for all those, like, buzzworthy moments on Bravo? What's next? Yeah, so it's so crazy to kind of have, like, mini viral frame to go from... 5,000 followers to like 20 in in a four day span, definitely not anything I ever expected. So I still sometimes even forget more than like 10 people follow me when I post stuff. And then I'm like, Oh, oh, right. There's a lot of them out there, which I think is so cool. And I absolutely love answering people. And truly my only goal is to keep it a fun, semi-educational in terms of like worldly things, a little bit space. I never want to go too negative. I try to keep it like fun sounds silly, but enjoyable content. Um, I don't try to nag too hard. And definitely some other accounts go too hard on some things where I'm like, oh gosh, reel it in. It's just a TV show. Um, and I just, the internet can be so nasty. So to me, I try to skate that line and keep it a positive place because there's already so many, I'd rather, you know, argue in the comments about like Monique versus Candace than some other things that can get real miserable because I'll just block a bitch for that. That definitely happens. I need that on (laughs) a t-shirt, Danielle. Block a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I need that on a t-shirt right now. I have no problem blocking people. Mm -hmm. I love it. I delete and block all the time. I have no time for that. I will not argue with people like that. Um, You know, I'll argue housewives and Bravo things, but 
you go like next level, you're super nasty. I don't go after the women and their looks ever. Like if you go after them too hard on that, I posted like a Tom and Katie thing and some people were so nasty on there. And I was like, delete, delete, block. Like, no, because I know these celebrities see it and they're still people. So they don't deserve to to see such mean things. Yeah, you're you're so sweet. Yeah, there's a lot of weird ones, like the Kelly Dodds of the world. And then like, I saw something about Lisa Vanderpump, like kind of making fun of Yeah, she can get all the hate. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm fine with Kelly Dodd getting, like, I just, they're they're so tone deaf and then saying I'm black at the reunion. I just, there's, but like, but the thing is, Andy likes that messiness and unless, and I always say this over and over again on this podcast and I've said it on when I'm on panels um, because I, you know, worked in entertainment so long. Diversity is important on screen, but it's very important off screen as well because if you don't have writers, producers, directors that are people of color and queer people, you're not going to get that representation reflected on TV. So you just have to really kind of keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, I think with really what you said about Blockovich, which I love, is so true. I, I was wondering, did any of her like <laughs> trolls and lackeys come for you? No, not really. Which okay. was, it will, I will say on the actual post, there was like comments and people tagging me there, but no one like went as far as like DMing me and going onto my page. It was like, they kind of responded. It was like, yes, Erica, get her. And I was like, get me for what? Like, what did what? I do? What did I do? It's like, no, what, what did, did I do? <laughs> I posted a funny thing and then I said very nicely. I would have been like, give me credit, bitch. Like, you were so nice. I, I literally was like, wow, she's so gracious. And that's why I kind of reached out to you because I was like, the way you handled it was so gracious. And I loved that. But I think that with her, there is this idea where things are indebted to her. And I mean, listen, it works in entertainment if you're like that. You're going to get far because people think they owe you. And so, but that doesn't work in interpersonal relationships and when you someone's a smaller account like you don't it's it borders on bullying and i love that you don't let that hate sit around and again they do talk about these people's bodies and their faces so often and i'm friends with like ariana from vanderpump rules and she's like people said such vile things to her when she came out as bisexual it's just like you don't these people are still people i understand they're playing up a character but they're still real like they're it's not scripted so when you say that stuff and i don't care how big totally. your account is People see it. Like, I have, like, a good amount of... I get a lot of DMs, but I see them all. When you say I should kill myself, I see it. You know, so keep that in mind, like, when you're moving forward. Like, we're still people, and I don't know. I thought that was a really great point that you mentioned. Um, I don't want to get too dark. I want to ask you about... I mean, you... you, I admire you. Thank you. Oh, no, Zay, I admire you because you, you do put so much out there, and that is just... I love when I see everything you post because uh, anyone who can be that open on the internet, I'm just like, Oh my God, like you're so brave because there's definitely a part of me that keeps guarded in a sense. Obviously I work a full-time job. I have a normal life. So, (laughs) and my end goal, you asked my goal, definitely not to be Mm -hmm. like an influencer by any means. I mean, I'll do some spawn con if anyone wants to sponsor me for a little extra money, but plug um, it girl, my day job. So I just, (laughs) yeah. Uh, you know, any, who is it that it, Brooklyn and, you know, call a girl, she'll do it. But, um, definitely just to keep engaging with people. None of, I started it all because none of my real friends watch Bravo or reality TV. So I had no one to talk about this stuff with. And that, that's really where it started from. And I, I like to keep it from that sense. That's amazing. It's it's a very organic reason to start something, which is what I always tell people. I'm like, don't make a page about Bravo if you don't like it, like just to get followers. Like do stuff like when you're actually into it, which I love that you did that. Um, 
And FYI, I did not pay Danielle to be so nice to me and say all that stuff about my profile. So thank you, Danielle. That was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really mean it. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate it. There's a lot of people who I I think it's amazing because the internet definitely... uh, can be a scary place. So it takes, it takes, I don't think people realize how much courage it takes to, to be so public with your opinions and forefront, but definitely, you know, something I admire. And I, I try to keep it that way so people know what my page represents too, because I don't want to be one of those just, um, what did I see the other day? It was like white influencers, but they had a name where they just like keep all their opinions hidden so they don't ruffle any feathers. And oh, I don't want to be that person. No, no, no. That per- we have enough of those. Yeah, <laughs> we have enough of those people. But um, I just wanted to wrap up. Yeah. I, who's your like dream? <laughs> Not at all. No, like I love talking to you. You're so fun. But I, I'm wondering, like, what is your dream like Bravo person that like just if you saw them, if you met them, you're just like, oh, I love everything you're doing. I'm all about you. Who's your person? Okay, the first one that came to mind and. I know people don't love her, but I don't care is Kyle Richards. I have loved her forever since season one. I love her family. I love Mauricio. I love her house. She just, I don't know. She's always been my, my favorite. I don't know why there's others that are like right underneath her. Like I think I'd die if I met like Robin or Portia, probably Sonia um, I'm Sonia. loving Tiffany Moon. She would be oh, an amazing person her. to meet. And any of the Vanderpumps, like uh, Van VPR was like my number one show. That would definitely be if I met anyone from Vanderpump, I would lose my mind. Oh my God. I love VPR. Actually, I helped them open TomTom. So I was right snuggled between the Toms for a good amount of hours. So if that makes you feel good, they're wonderful. They are everything you would want them to be <laughs> and more. All the people you've had on your podcast and that you've worked with, I feel like I'm only like one degree. Like this is the closest I've been to like a Kardashian, Tom Tom. So like this is this is real big time for me. Oh my god, I, I'm the one that's excited to have you because I'm telling you, like your pages. Because there's a lot of Bravo meme pages, but yours is always like the unique perspective that I kind of thought. But I always feel like we kind of think different. So I love seeing the way you kind of see stuff because most people do the like standard memes where it's like you woke up or you like at the grocery store and you and then it's like Jen Shaw or whatever. But you have like a different perspective, so I I love to see that. On, and we need more of that on the internet. Um, but yeah, I, I do like Kyle as well. I knew her assistant, Justin, and I know him and like, he speaks really highly of her. And then one time you'll love this story. I was in downtown LA and it was raining and I'm like going into this hotel and I see this like gorgeous man holding the door for me and he like will not go in. And I'm like a good half a mile away or something like far. And I'm like running towards him. And then I, I kind of was like, Oh, why are you holding the door? Like you're annoying. And then I realized it was Mauricio and he's like, and he smelled so good. And then we were yeah, it was amazing. And then we were in an elevator together and I was just like, oh, he's so, he was so everything you want him to be. <laughs> he is, uh, he's been my number one, like zaddy from, from season one. He's Agreed. my Jewish Mexican man of my dreams. He really is. He really, really is. And you would know this. Remember when that woman at the white that. party? <laughs> oh, well, it's fine. He probably won't listen to this. It's fine. You're safe. <laughs> you are safe. No, he knows. He knows. He knows who my Bravo yeah. crushes are. He watched actually Jersey with me last night and the two of us love Frank. Oh my God. I love Frank. I, I interviewed uh, Dolores and then uh, Frank Jr. jumped in and I kind of lost my words. I was like, oh my God, he's so hot. He's just so big and beefy. I just want to hug him or I want him to like carry me. That's like the two things. Oh, so good. And he's like checked his, he doesn't seem toxically masculine. I just, I love it. I'm like such a fan of that energy. I um, agree. 
Also, but Bill Aiden, too, I, has a new oh. love for him this season. He's kind of come out of his shell. I like when he gets wasted with his friends. He's kind of fun. He's he's come out of his shell. And I, you know, the fact that they were kind of arranged and like, I feel like they're kind of falling in love again on TV, which I think is kind of sweet. I agree. And I thought it it was so nice how Jennifer was just so wasted and he just, he didn't get mad. Maybe he got mad later, but he just like laughed it off and carried her to the car. And I was like, oh, I love a husband like that. Like, don't, don't berate her or anything like that. Like she just drank a little too much. It's okay. And don't shame her. Like, I mean, he also was very wasted. He had to be carried out. But like, I think a lot of men, like when a woman drinks a lot, you know, they're kind of like, that's not okay. Like, but so I love that. Like, and then everyone, and the fact that she threw up in the Ferrari, I mean, it was just, it was fun. And then the fact that Margaret keeps bringing it up, I'm like, just let it go. She drank a lot. Like, who cares? I know. I love Margaret, but she's, she's projecting her mother alcoholic issues onto one time drunk Jennifer. Absolutely. And Jennifer cleaned up her own barf. Like, I've never seen anyone clean up their own barf the next day with a mop. So, I, I mean, like, kudos to her. So, what are we going to, like, we can't really fault funny. her forever. That was really, really funny. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I could literally talk to you forever. Um, but I, I know that you have a busy life, as we all do. But I want to just make sure you plug your Instagram so people can go see. Because the memes are hilarious. Especially the Erica Jane one. And then the one that, obviously, you gave me credit for, which was, like, so flattering. So please tell everyone where they can yes, follow you. Um, I'm at Brands by Bravo on Instagram. I just started the TikTok. I'm slightly dipping the toe mm-hmm. in that because mm-hmm. I've, as a millennial, I have no real understanding of how to, all of a sudden, now I have to know how to edit videos. Just figuring out how to make memes was hard enough. Um, so I'm slowly working <laughs> I can help on you. TikToks. Um, Don't worry. And I'll help you. I, please. Oh my God. Just to make one, it's like 30 minutes. I'm like, and then it gets 10 views. And I'm like, what the heck is this site? Like, I know how to watch them. I just learning how to make them is quite interesting. Don't you worry, Dana. This is not a sales pitch, but Um, I just, for anyone listening to, like, I'm teaching a masterclass on TikTok. (laughs) So I'll send you the deets. Maybe if you want to take it, if anyone else wants to take it, this is my sales pitch because I think we all need help. And I've learned in the last like year all the trials and errors and the back and forth. So it's not easy, but I'll help you. DM me. No problem. I got you. That's so cool and so needed because it is so complicated. Like I was trying to make one and I couldn't figure out how to adjust the volume. So I'm Googling how to adjust the volume and editing on TikTok (laughs) and I'm watching videos on how to make a video. It was like, I was like, I need to get back to work. Like I thought this was going to take me two minutes and 20 minutes later, I was still sitting there. Um, And then the last thing I have um, a small Etsy shop. um, If anyone wants to check it out, it's um, just same name and it's all, um, Bravo trivia I have up there. They're just downloadable PDFs that I made. I love that. Oh my God. Okay. So you got the Etsy, the Instagram, and now you're on TikTok. Is your TikTok the same name as your Instagram? Yes. I have a bachelor's in marketing. So like day one, I was like, grab the name everywhere. Smart girl, a girl after my own heart. Most people don't get that. I'm like, people don't care enough. I just, oh, you're already following me. I'm following you back. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, that's a girl after my own heart. You need to make sure. And for anyone listening, make sure all your names match and do not have a hotmail email, please. Please. Like Gmail. Oh, no. No hotmail. Although I am mad my email address has the number one in it. I don't understand why, but it's okay. I'll deal with it. 
I'll forgive that. As long as it's not Hotmail yeah. or Yahoo or something, I'm like, you can't. It's not professional. No, no, it's Gmail. <laughs> okay, you're fine. You're good. Um, but yeah, I'm so I've loved talking to everyone. Go follow Danielle. And um, this has been the take on. Um, I'm just going to keep bringing you fun stuff. And go follow her on TikTok, Brands by Bravo. Give her the follows. Engage with her content because it's funny and she's figuring it out like we all are doing. So bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Amir. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.